Hey, Sabri. What should we do on today's podcast? The same thing we do every podcast, James. Try to save the world. It's Aubrey and James. It's Aubrey and James. One is a jock. The other plays games. Welcome, everybody, back to episode 18 of Two Fools Save the World. Sabri, what's going on, bud? Well, we made it another week. We didn't miss a week, so I'm kind of proud of us for putting our busy schedules aside and we're here. Hey, so to kudos for us. Yay. To all our listeners, you're welcome. <laughs> I actually been on a little bit of a mini vacation. I actually took Thursday and Friday off. I wouldn't necessarily call it a full vacation though, because honestly, I did work a little bit in my vacation. <laughs> it's like one of those, I have one of those type of jobs that I need a vacation to catch up on the work that I have when I'm not on vacation. I did get a little bit of relaxation in, so I do feel somewhat relaxed. Did you go anywhere, or you just went outside to your pool, or what? They didn't even do that, really, because I was going to go to my pool, but the pool is based off a reservation now, so I have to reserve a spot in order to get there. And it's like four days or five days in advance, so when Thursday finally came around to like, okay, what do you want to do? Like, oh, I should go to the pool, and you look at the reservation list, and everything's already filled, so... I really just kind of stayed home for the most part and just relaxed, ordered in. I watched more Game of Thrones. I'm on uh, episode three of season two. So I kind of finished binge watching the entire first season and a little bit of games. Not a lot. I got to work out. That was nice. It was hot as fuck, <laughs> like a lot. So that was, I did not expect that. It was north of like 95 degrees over here in uh, Orange County. So that I- kind of sucked. But yeah. I feel like Game of Thrones is perfect to watch right now because with everything going on, doesn't it feel like winter is coming? It does feel like winter is coming. Like, that, at least me, because I'm in the health field, I'm scared of shit as winter. This winter, I think, is going to be pretty bad. And winter is coming. It is. Like, it, it's funny, though. I feel like I felt like this is the perfect time to kind of watch Game of Thrones, though, and binge watch through it. I'd never saw a single episode. That's a lie, actually. I saw one episode and I'm I'm sure there's a lot of people like me who haven't actually watched the series. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but uh, I watched one episode where a certain main character died. So I know going into it that he is going to die sometime. I just don't know exactly how it's going to (laughs) happen, but I know that he's going to die. So there's a little spoilers of me going into it, but it's not too like much that I know about it to actually ruin the experience. And I'm enjoying it so far. I didn't know I knew I would like it, but it's you know, uh, I'm just I'm going down that rabbit hole. But <laughs> uh, spoiler alert: people yeah. have sex and people die. <laughs> you pretty much described the entire first season. It's like <laughs> sex and murder. Although yeah. I was disappointed, it took 37 minutes in the first episode to me see some boob or some action. But the murder, they did not disappoint. It was like literally 30 seconds in, somebody had his head chopped off. And I'm like, all right, this is all right. But yeah, <laughs> I've, I've known Game of Thrones for it to be like risque and basically softcore porn on HBO. But I digress. We're already rambling on. But as we're going on to our beginning segment of each show, we're going to start off with a little good news. A little good news. I first want to start off by wishing my sister a very happy birthday. So happy birthday to my sister, Christina, to get that. Happy birthday, Christina. 
Yep. Happy birthday, butthead. I love you. And I will chat with you soon. <laughs> Me and my sister growing up, one of our favorite shows to watch was The Wonder Years. And so that uh, the, the term butthead was used very regularly in our household. So that's kind of like me and my sister's kind of thing. We call each other butthead and things. And I called her Hercules for some reason. I can't remember why I called her Hercules. And I want to say it was because of Nutty Professor, but that was a nickname I had for her. Because I think one time Hercules, she walked in. Hercules! Yeah. So I think one time she like walked in with like six bags of groceries, like, you know, like almost like four in each arm. And I'm like, oh, shoot, Hercules, Hercules. So that just became a like a, a name that I totally forgot I said that. But that's <laughs> funny. Well, happy birthday sis we'll, we will chat soon and also i also wanted to mention a, um, that i found something that was pretty cool and it was a teen in tennessee a william cat uh cab cabin cabinus and i i kind of recognize the name because it almost sounded like it said cat like cabinus like weed so that kind of caught my first attention uh but he raised money by making his own vanilla kind of like not vanilla extract but like pure like vanilla flavor from vanilla beans and he sold it online and he raised over four thousand dollars and donated that money to a local food bank uh the second harvest uh food bank i believe it was called in tennessee and for that four thousand dollars that he made that could feed over twelve thousand people and it was the first week alone that he made over four thousand dollars and to this day he's currently earning more money but you know shout out to him he, i believe he's only 14 years old uh, from what I hear, he just wants to really help the community and like really into helping people and kind of doing whatever he can and whatever he wants to do. He's not looking for financial gain for himself. He just simply wants to help people. And I think that's very, very commendable. Yeah, that's awesome. All these young entrepreneurs making money, helping the world. Yeah, it's tried to make me think like, what was I doing at 14? I think I was like Final Fantasy came out for the PlayStation 1. Pretty much that's, that, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were watching Dragon Ball Z. I was right next to you. Yeah, probably so. That was true. With a, like warming up a nuking a cheeseburger that my grandma froze from the thirty nine cent cheeseburger days. <laughs> yep, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I miss those days. Yeah, I miss those days too, man. All right. Well, now for some of my good news. Uh, my good news is ten years of good news. So me and my wife Ojanee's ten year anniversary is coming up, and anybody who puts up with me for ten years. Well, that's good news to me. And just a little quote I picked up for throughout the years. Our anniversary is not meant to be a reminder of a long journey. Our anniversary is meant to be a mark of the good times that we have yet to see. So happy 10 years, Ozuni, to many more. And thanks for putting up with me. I know I'm a handful. Oh, that's sweet. 10 years, though. I mean, what do I get? I've been with you for 20. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, I don't know. What do you want? You think it's a, you want a 39-cent I mean, cheeseburger? I mean, the, 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 actually, yes. I would like a 39-cent cheeseburger. <laughs> I mean, I literally gave you the shirt off my back, man. Like, should, should, should we happen to bring up, you know, the infamous shirt story? Oh, shit. Uh, the infamous shirt. Yeah. Okay. You remember? Oh, all right, you want me to start it? Go for it, yeah. All right, uh, so the infamous shirt. So, dude, how long ago was that? So this is a long, so so let's just say 15 years ago. <laughs> but around 15 years ago, I went over to James' house to play video games, and 
well, Ojani at the time, we um, she wanted to hang out with me. And I said, no, I'm going to go play video games with James. That's so, how it started out. That literally was the plan. The plan was, I mean, and a lot of times, like back in the day, I lived in kind of like a central point between all the homies around. So we normally would spend time at my house and just play video games. Normally because my grandma would order like some Pizza Hut and Domino's Pizza. So we would just come over here. It was very hard to convince my grandma to order a pizza for us. <laughs> just kind of say, I'm hungry. And like, all right. She'd pick up the phone and speed dial like Pizza Hut or Domino's, which was funny. But uh, yeah, he came He came over and we we're going to play video games. And I convinced him. I had to do a lot of convincing. I'm like, come on, man. We're going to go to this club, dude. It's going to be fun. You're going to have a good time. You know, we're just going to hang out. You never go to a club with us. You got to go. Stop and you gotta understand. Yeah. So me, me as a person, I'm not into clubbing. I don't really care about that scene too much. I really yeah, went did. over to James' house to play video games and probably eat pizza. He's probably correct with that. Yeah. And when it, this group, I guess like a group of people randomly came over unexpected, and they wanted to go to the club, and I was like, eh, I'll just go home, looking for every excuse. And I was dressed to play video games. I was like in a t-shirt, maybe jeans. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to go home. And so go ahead, James. So the one excuse that he had, he's like, I don't have a shirt. Like, I, I'm not dressed for a club. Like, I don't have I'm like, dude, you're fine. I'm all like, like, you're like, no, I, I, I don't want to. I forgot what shirt you're wearing. I think it was just like a, a generic t-shirt. And I can't remember the club. I think the club name was called Giggles. And it was over in Glendale. And it was kind of like a, I forget what type of club it is. I think it's like a Latin club. But Sabi's like, I don't have a shirt. I can't go. Sorry. And I was all like. I got you, buddy. I'm going to get you a shirt. And the look on his face is like, shut the f up, man. You don't have a shirt that'll fit me. And ironically enough, <laughs> and I so, don't know why I had this shirt. Well, be but <laughs> Go ahead. Before you get, before you get, so just to get a better picture, James probably, what What do you think? Yours probably shirt size back then was a small, probably. My shirt size was probably an extra large. Like I'm a, I'm a football build back then. James was like, you know, a thin guy. So there's no way when he tells me he has a shirt, I'm like, dude, my left arm is going to rip through that whole shirt. Yeah. And I actually think you literally said that as I went to go get a shirt. Like, dude, my left arm wouldn't even fit in that shirt. But I go back to my closet and I pull out this shirt that I have. And I think it's a large that I wore. And I don't even know why I have it. I think my parents got it from me or somebody got it from me thinking, you know, like, oh, he's a grown ass man. He should probably fit into a large, which they don't realize I was a petite human back then. <laughs> so I was, I was like a small, maybe a, you know, a husky extra small, you know what I'm saying? But I bring it out and I give it to Sabri. You're a medium. It's medium. Yeah. So I bring the shirt and to the front of the front and I show it to Sabri and the look at his face was kind of like, <laughs> initially like he looked at me he's all like well and i might try it on and reluctant as he was he put it on and sure if, if not to his surprise as he was buttoned it up he was like oh shit it's actually fitting <laughs> and he had the look of surprise now now to say you know it was big on me it, it, it was a muscle shirt for him it was a blanket on me that's how i kind of can describe uh the way it was but Sure enough, he had a shirt. So he was literally out of excuses. So like, you like, he didn't have a shirt. Boom, there you go. You got your shirt. So he was all like, "All right." Like as surprised as he was, he uh, went to the club with us. Yep. So we head out. So we head out to the club, and sure enough, I think it was drunk. You, 
Somehow there's a picture of me and you together at this club. It gets it gets back to Oj, and sure enough, she confronts me right away. Like you told me you were gonna play video games. What are you doing going out to the club with James? You lied. I was like, no, 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 that's not what happened. Trying to and then trying to explain what James just explained to you was the funniest thing. I was like. <laughs> I, I, was like, no. I was like, I, I went, I didn't even have a shirt. James lent me his shirt. She stopped me right there and she goes, don't lie to me. James' shirt will never fit you. And oh my gosh. And I just looked at her and said, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny too, even though we know the truth, we can't argue with it because we're all like, because we believe, like, both of us believe the exact same thing. There's no way a shirt's going to fit, but somehow it fucking fit. <laughs> yep. And I was probably in the doghouse for a month, even after you explained to her I wasn't lying. But, yeah, so to more than 10 years, like, thanks for putting up with my shenanigans because <laughs> stories like this is part of it, so... Yeah, that 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 was definitely a funny moment where your little ass shirt actually fit me, and we went to the club. If you still got that picture, James, we need to post it so, oh, yeah. just yep. so people could see the infamous shirt. Yep, the infamous shirt, and you'll see my build size. Like Sabri's, like as he's carrying me, and I think I have a beard, or uh, well, not beard. I have a beard now. I think I had a beer in my hand. And if I want to remember our other buddy that was there, he literally reached over the bar and got like a Bud Light and just pulled it out. Like he was already effed up too, <laughs> which is funny. And I think he gave it to oh, me yeah. and I'm all like, why are you giving me this beer? He's like, I just took it over there. I don't know. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I just started drinking it. And then I don't know how the pictures came up though, but like I either jumped in Sabri's arms or Sabri, I think I jumped in your arms and like they snapped the picture. And so Sabri literally has me like, you know, carry me over like the threshold of a house style <laughs> carry. And I'm wearing this kind of like zoot suit style of hat. I had no fucking style back then. I'm embarrassed by it and everything, but I had like a, a freaking vest and everything on. And yeah, uh, that that was some funny times back then. So are you saying your best shirt was the one I was wearing? <laughs> Probably was actually. Yeah. I mean, I remember oh, I had I had slacks on. I had a like a, a chain wallet. Everything. Yeah, I don't know. That twenty in 20, early twenties was a weird time for James. <laughs> Dude, I remember. I remember that your buddy or he walked over and just grabbed two beers and walked back to us. And yeah. he's just like, I don't know. The guy put them down. I picked them up. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's funny. Like, all right. Well, beer for me. Beer for nobody went after him or took him. So that was funny. <laughs> But yes, so that was the the story of the infamous shirt. So, yeah, if you ever Good. see me in a tight shirt, it's probably James. <laughs> yes, James's shirt. Good times, man. <laughs> we have been through a lot, different times, yeah. and different things. Been to football games together. What's sad now? This year, at least for uh, so we went to a Chargers game together. I forgot how long ago that was. Well, they just announced today the Rams and Chargers announced that they will not have fans attending their games until further notice. Yeah. No, I heard about that. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, this this is not an NFL rule. This is strictly the – and I don't even think actually it's the Rams or the Chargers, to be honest. I think it's the actual stadium that just decides that, you know, they don't want to have huge venues there. Yeah, it's probably the owner. I think it's 
Cronkite or something. I forget what his name was. Probably he owns it, so he owns the rights, so he probably controls. I agree with it. You know, California has already been through a lot. We're one of the hardest hitting states with the COVID nineteen. Why? Why even risk it? You know, baseball is doing it. So why be one of those um, teams that gets blamed for spreading COVID? I think it's a good safe route. Yeah, it's a safe route. I'm just kind of, I don't know. I think football coming back, for me at least, it was one of those things that like things are starting to get a little bit back to the quote-unquote normal. And like people are going to be able to go to games and watch a couple of football teams play. Just kind of getting back to like how things were. And it's funny saying how things were it was literally only four months ago. <laughs> it's not that like, well, I know it was not that long ago. We're talking like, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, six years ago in my time, we actually ate inside today, you know, restaurant kids. Well, I think we're pushing seven months now, right? Yeah, this is in the February. So, but yeah, maybe we could start a GoFundMe and uh, get some of those uh, human cutouts and so we could still sit next to each other during the game. Yeah, I don't. I, I, why? Why would somebody pay that much for like a cardboard cutout of them? I, I don't care. Now, the, the football, I'm sorry, not football, the NBA, where they're doing the actual like digital video video of a person actually being there at the game. That's kind of cool. Uh, now, I, I'd pay for that. That'd be kind of neat, you know, especially if they is. implemented some type of like VR thing where I could put a headset on and I'm actually like in the like seat that I'm in watching the game. Cool. Sign me up. Having yeah. me as a cardboard cutout. I don't want to pay. I could literally go to Michael's or some type of place and spend five bucks and like, you know, get a picture of me and tape it on there. And why am I paying $70 to (laughs) put me in a seat that I'm not even going to be able to see me or see my vantage point from the seat? I don't get. I don't know. Maybe because you want to be there one way or another. Now, unless that is actually going to a good cause where, you know, like, 80% 80% or 90% of that actually goes to a good charitable donation of some sort. I can see that. That'll give me incentive. Like, okay, it's going to a good cause. Why not? I will give $70 to donate to X charity in order to get my lovely face on a piece of cardboard that'll get thrown away in three hours. No problem. <laughs> at least, at least it's always a good, good cause. But if I'm just paying the, you know, SoFi Stadium just to keep the lights on, yeah, no, you're going to struggle like the rest of us. Yeah, well, it is going to a good cause. Um, it's going to all those NFL paychecks with all their high prices they have to pay. So, yeah, don't you want to pay Jared Goff his, like, $30 million or whatever he gets paid? Only if I draft him as my, as my quarterback in fantasy and he wins me the title. Then I'll be like, all right, I'll pay seven. I'll, I'll cut, you know, Goff for 70 bucks. All right, well, don't spend it then because we know you ain't winning the title. That's for damn sure. Oh, this challenge. You guys should definitely listen to last week's podcast when we kind of break down fantasy football talk. It's a good one. (laughs) I don't know if we break it down, but there's a lot of me being right and a lot of them being wrong. Well, there's there's a lot of yelling and almost sounds like things breaking, so it's it's a good one. (laughs) I know. I got to replace the window because of your guys' stupidity. Uh, Right. That's why your computer was acting up earlier today, man. You kept punching it. <laughs> well, that's how I fit. that's how I solve all my IT problems. If it doesn't work when you kick it, you punch it. And if that doesn't work, you throw it out the window. <laughs> yep, just buy a new one. Solve uh, all my problems. So as people are still going in, you know, we're still kind of in a quarantine. 
more or less there are things that are not open uh like malls and things you can't go to the movies gyms are still closed so people are you know people are still out of a job as well people are coming up with creative ways of making money and one creative way is you know online content and i laughed because before this podcast you know sabri didn't know what this particular social media platform was and it's called OnlyFans. <laughs> like did, did you know do you know what OnlyFans is well, now you uh, do, but like prior well, to that. you kind of gave me a... Actually, even your breakdown, I still kind of don't know what it is. I have a better idea. But in my defense, OnlyFans is not the only social media platform I don't know shit about. So, <laughs> so to break down what it is for our younger users, if there are any, and if there are, I'm sorry in advance, but... <laughs> This platform, OnlyFans, it's a platform which allows influencers, I'll use the term influencers, and also adult entertainers, a lot of porn actresses use this platform as well, and celebrities, the ability to share content that might be too X-rated for other social media platforms such as Instagram and or Twitter. So why are we bringing this up? Because Bella Thorne, remember her, the uh, ex-Disney celebrity? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she was in that Adam Sandler movie, right? Yes, yes, she was in the Adam Sandler movie. She decided to make an OnlyFans account. And within the first week, she made over $2 million on a platform. Yeah. $2 million. Is she, is she hot? I don't even remember her being hot. I, I don't know. I hear the term Disney character and i immediately feel guilty <laughs> so i'm like i don't want right? to you know, look at a disney character and get a hard on for that like no i think the fbi's are like probably listening <laughs> if we can call it out there in the yeah. podcast now google search bella thorne only fans all of a sudden oh <laughs> i gotta go <laughs> it's like run out and everything well, I can... bella thorne it kind of sounds like a porn star name anyways right it kind of did and then i probably thought of it initially when I read that article I'm thinking like oh okay so what another porn star is making an OnlyFans no big deal but reading more into it because it was trending on Twitter this afternoon uh, yeah she's a Disney uh, Disney star so I guess it's kind of yeah. a big deal I guess so, I don't know much about her so uh, you sign up for like a the, the person who actually uh, we use the term influencer the influencer who creates their page so people can sign up for it they designate uh, they designate the monthly charge that a person can sign up for. So say for me, for instance, if I want to send pictures of my elbows, don't ask me why. That's a thing. People like elbow pictures. I don't know why. It's fucking internet. Fucking this is the world we live in. I well, James, I've seen your elbows, and I must say they're pretty nice elbows. So. Well, th- thank you. I shine them up every night. But <laughs> I'll charge 10 bucks a month for elbow pics. And people sign up for it, and I post a picture daily of just my elbow. That's kind of what OnlyFans is. It's said, replace my elbow with the girl's chest, and there you go. You got OnlyFans <laughs> for okay. that. And she well, charged uh, $20 a month for a subscription-based. And, yeah, she made $2 million on the platform. It's freaking crazy. Yeah, and crazy. I, and I, I would have shook my ass for 1000 just saying. Or, you know, and I'm thinking I might, I might create, I might create this OnlyFans account since the second we finish this podcast, <laughs> get a little bit of that well, money in. Apple picks are going up, <laughs> but cracks going up. <laughs> That's it. Times are rough, well, man. Got to make some money. <laughs> they must be rough if you're shaking. So we know one of two things is going to happen. 
actually just one thing i won't be signing up for bella thorne's page and i sure won't be signing up for your page but i do <laughs> hope you get at least 10 uh 10 signups or whatever it's called if you hear next week on our little good news that I made twenty dollars <laughs> on a social media <laughs> platform, well, you're gonna remember this platform. I'll be excited, like ten bucks. All right, sweet. Uh, I just think it's an I just think it's an interesting story because the, the OnlyFans is like it's one of those things that like you know this like how Sarver said he didn't know about it. A lot of people don't know about this, yeah, but it's come, becoming a really big thing for like social media influencers, I should say. A lot of like Twitch streamers actually have OnlyFans, and I'm talking more, more of the like the female types. They have OnlyFans accounts. Uh-huh. A lot of people show more than it's really. It's up to the person how much they actually want to show. You don't have to have complete nudity because that's not what the site is about altogether. But there is a lot of porn stars who share like videos and certain risque things on it that they share with fans that actually sign up for their page. So I think a lot of people sign up with the intent of thinking they're going to see something that they actually are not. So that's there's that incentive that thinking they might see something when they probably are not with like particularly for like Bella Thorne, for instance. And she's particularly is using this. She said that the money that she's making, she's going to donate most of it to charity. But she's also going to use a lot of it to actually make a uh, what she said. She was making a production company. I don't know if it's her own production company or if she's trying to make money for another project that she's doing, but that's what she's using those funds for. So good for her. Gotcha. Yeah. Curious to see if it leads to anybody who's more famous to do it. Well, Cardi B already has one. If you didn't know that. Of course, I didn't even know the page existed. Of course, I don't know that. (laughs) Cardi B and a few other ones. Cardi B had made one for her last music video that she came out with. Uh, all right, well, I don't consider her more famous either, but maybe she is. I don't know. That's up for, I guess. Girls showing their melons. I'm not. This has been out a while. But speaking of fruit, let's go to Apple. Ooh, they're being a bad apple. <laughs> bad, bad, bad apple. So this particular story engaged my interest because it happens to do with games. It's a larger story than this would like games but it happens to surround fortnite so apple bans fortnite and fortnite is probably still to this day the most popular shooter out there right now in contention at least the top two top three for sure if you, if you go on twitch tv right now and you browse through the most watched game fortnite is definitely top five what has happened so backstory on apple if you're a developer in apple if you create apps with apple and you have your app published through the app store and you actually have in app purchases where you get some type of, I don't know, like free or some type of content you purchase for whatever, any money that you actually spend, Apple gets a 30% cut of that revenue. So if I have something that's charged for $10, somebody buys it, $7 goes to me, $3 go to Apple. It's a standard thing amongst all developers google does the same thing you know steam the video game uh, our video game platform you buy games off of they take a 30 percent cut too so it's it's pretty standard epic aka fortnite epic games decided to bypass this commission and they said you know we're going to create a way for users to be able to bypass the apple store and to be able to buy directly to us so then all the revenue comes to us the way they did it though and which it makes it seem kind of shady. Uh, so that same $10, instead of charging 10, 
they're only charging $8. So on a consumer, it looks awesome because they're thinking, oh, they're giving me a $2 discount. But if you look in the long run, they're actually gaining an extra dollar of that revenue and they're leaving Apple out. So Apple got yeah. pissed off at this, obviously, and they decided, well, okay, Fortnite is now, you know, violating the terms of service. And the same with Google. They said the same thing. It's a violation of the terms of service because you're supposed to go through their payment platform. And so they banned the app altogether. And so now Fortnite is no longer on billions and billions of Apple and Google uh, mobile phones and tablets. Yeah, so I also heard of this story going on. And the thing I don't get is Fortnite is making a killing right now. Why would they break the terms with Apple I, just for that extra, you know, percent? Like, it, it makes no sense to me because now they just went to war with one of the biggest players in the game. And why would you want to go to war with someone you can't beat? You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like they have no way to kind of win this battle because they literally they broke the rules so a lot of their like what they're saying and why they decided to like rebel against apple's commission they bring up amazon for instance uh, amazon i guess for their prime video that they have where you can watch videos on amazon prime in order to for apple to got uh, in order for apple to get that app on their ios app store they had to make a special deal with uh jeff bezos where instead of they're taking a 30% commission, they're only taking 15. So it's cut in half. And I think Fortnite is trying to make them or make them seem like, you know, oh yeah, they're the good guy. They're fighting for the little developer guys and whatnot. Just because they happen to make a smash hit video game and make a ton of money off of it. They think they're like big shit. I don't like Epic. I don't like Fortnite. So get that out, out the way first. I, I don't like the company. Um, so I think they're trying to make them sound like they're all high and mighty when I think they're just greedy bitches and they're trying to gain more money out and cut out the middleman they do do something different though like they have their own store where they actually sell games as well it's the epic game store it's the same concept as steam they charge a less commission for developers to sell their game on the epic store than steam that was kind of known so it's a really high incentive for people to go to the epic game store even though it's not as popular as steam people will normally release their titles first on the Epic Store because it's uh, they take a less commission and then they would eventually release this on team Steam because they would get the majority of sales on Steam. So right. it's a David and Goliath type of battle. The funny thing though is that when so I guess they had this all planned out like then they literally like they thought okay we're going to do this move where we're going to get all the revenue going to us and we're going to bypass Apple and they're like all right then Apple's going to you know obviously take our app off the store, which they planned. And they're like, all right, cool. Now step three, we're going to launch this marketing campaign and we're going to make fun of this commercial that Apple made back in 1984 when they had launched the first ever Macintosh. And they made this commercial where literally step for step, um, they had this evil character look, look like a bad Apple. <laughs> and they had this little word to saying, you know, Apple or, or Fortnite has gone to war with Apple and so much words, not exactly those wordings, but they ended up with the hashtag free Fortnite. And that pissed off Apple a lot. So this was where Apple played really dirty. And I saw, I was like, Oh shit. Cause it not, not only did what they did in retaliation for that campaign that Fortnite actually made Epic games, they told Epic Games that not only are they banning, you know, Fortnite app, but they're going to cut off all their developer tools and the access for the Unreal Engine for all third-party developers. 
And that's huge. So I, I don't know if you know what the Unreal Plat or the Unreal Engine platform is. No, I do. I do know that. I play enough games where I know that. Yeah. Yeah. So for the, the listeners that don't, it's a developer tool for modeling and character creation that you can use with your games. Uh, this is kind of like a, an added developer tool for it. Uh, so what does that mean if it actually gets banned? That means games that use that engine, and I'll name off a couple, you know, a couple popular ones. If you have kids, you obviously know what Hello Neighbor is. Uh, if you <laughs> ever play, yeah, if you ever played a, a fighting game, you probably know what Injustice is. It's the DC fighting game. Uh, Mortal Kombat, which everybody knows what Mortal Kombat is. If not, then you're not a gamer. And obviously Fortnite. So those are some of the main players. So if this deal goes through, it will take all those off. And not only that, you know, future games creations that are supposed to be on the iOS store or platform, they won't be able to release it because they can't use the Unreal Engine. It's kind of a dick move, really, to be honest. Yeah, but what do you expect when you awake the sleeping dragon, you know? That's the thing. Yeah, so I'm like, that's why I didn't know exactly what Epic kind of thought. They're like, oh, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to get a bunch of people on our side. And then, yeah, we're going to get a pay cut. We're going to get that pay cut. And we're going to make more money. Yay. And then they got bitch slapped by Apple. Be like, nope, I got the bigger <laughs> dick. I got the bigger dick. You're not like, <laughs> you're not winning this battle. And they literally kind of went, oh, shit. And because they didn't think, you know, they were going to do something that drastic. Because it's it's also, you know, it's the. Apple, they lose money in it too, but they have so much money, they don't care. Like losing a couple million dollars over not having a few games on the app store, it's like whatever. That's like money I wipe my ass with in the morning. Like they have, yeah, yeah they're they have the money and the deep pockets to be able to say, okay, we're gonna ban games completely from the app store, and I'm sure they could for a couple months, and it totally be fine. Yeah, Apple has like so much reserve, like cash, like it's like this could happen for like. 100 years and then would not touch them and it's funny too because they recently apple recently announced a stock split so i bought some more apple stock and i was reading this news that popped up and i'm like oh no this damn epic games better not affect my stocks bro i think the stock went up a hundred dollars while this was going so even with this negative press the the stock continued to go up during this time so it shows you how little of an impact Epic has on Apple. Oh, wow. I didn't know they went up that, that much. That's funny. Yeah, because throughout all this is they're trying to like paint Apple as like the bad guy. And the move that they did is saying, yeah, we're going to ban the Unreal Engine. Yeah, that's really a big move because that actually got other developers and other players like over the weekend. And there actually was a court hearing this morning. And I'll get to that in a second. But over the weekend, like big players like Microsoft and other developers, they sided with Fortnite in the terms of they don't want Apple to ban the Unreal Engine, saying, you know, it's an unnecessary move, it's uncalled for, it's something that shouldn't be done, Unreal helps a ton of the developers, um, just like, don't do that. And so there was a court ruling today, you know, it was kind of a mixed verdict, right? Because there's two appeals that uh, Epic Games are trying to do. One, they're trying to get their uh, app back on the iOS store. And two, they're trying to not have their shit get banned everywhere. And so they won in the fact that Apple cannot block the Unreal Engine. So that made a lot of developers go, <laughs> so like, wipe the sweat, wipe, wipe the sweat up. So right. that, that, was, that was good. So they're all like, yeah, yeah, we won that one. And then the other verdict came across. I was like thinking like, all right, yeah, they're going to be like, yeah, we're going to stick it to Apple. But the, the court ruled in favor of Apple 
in that Epic actually violated a terms of service. Therefore, their app cannot be reinstated on the App Store. So. Yeah, it sounds, yeah, it sounds like um, even though it was a mixed verdict, um, Apple pretty much won. Yeah, because, they did. Because, yeah, like you said, like they laid the hammer down. And everybody knows now if you try to do what Epic did and fuck with them, they're just oh, yeah. gonna find they're, gonna... they're just gonna find a way to put the hammer and, and hurt everybody, not just not just one person, they're gonna hurt everybody. Yeah. I mean Epic Games does have a lot of money. So it's it's definitely a, a I do still think as much money as Epic made, it's small the comparison of what Apple actually has. So yeah, I see but, it as a David and Goliath match. Epic tried to accomplish Oh, Apple's the bad guy. Come to me. Come to me. But think about what Apple really accomplished. Oh, we're going to take everybody off. Now all the small third parties that don't have as much money as Epic are like, hey, oh, yeah, fuck the, you, yeah. Epic. Get that, <laughs> shit, get that shit back up. Stop messing with Apple. We need them. We need them. So, Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Apple probably accomplished more than Epic did just to establish their power. Yeah. It was definitely shown. So I'm interested to see how the story actually continues and how it actually pans out. Either way, I think, uh, not Apple, I'm sorry. I think Epic is dumb. They're dumb fucks for even trying to do this battle against like Apple itself because they're they're losing a ton of money as well because now, you know, they're not getting their V-Bucks, I think it's what it is, the the in-app game purchase on any mobile device. Because it was not not only, you know, Apple, it was um, Google as well. You know, I do think uh, today Fortnite actually is back on the Google Play Store. So it's just really Apple. And it had always been Apple that they were trying to fight against. It just happened to bring Google into the mix too. So how this pans out, it's going to be interesting because it's going to, you know, make the future of game development and app development in general, just programming, and how commission is actually taking from the developers that goes to the actual marketplace that it sells, it's going to change it forever. Did Apple put them back on yet too, or was it just Google? No, it's just Google. So Apple did the power move, kind of like you said, they did the power move and they made a canned statement. Um, they like, thank the judge. I thank you judge for the ruling. You like, we agree with everything. And, you know, thank you for pointing out that it was all like epics, like, you know, self-inflicted thing that they did in order to get their, you know, like, they're like, we never wanted to take the unreal engine away from you. You know, just like, they sounded like the parent, you made me do it. I didn't want to do it, but you made me, you know, take away your toy. But, you know, I think it's fair. You got your toy bag. We hope you learned your lesson. Just clean up your room and then you'll be fine. Literally, that's kind of what they said. It's an issue. It, it interests me. I don't know. A lot of people might not think it's interesting, but it's funny to see uh, the David and Goliath match going against them. I'm interested to see how it pans out. Yeah, I don't really, to be honest, I don't really care the game standpoint. But like I said, when it starts affecting my stocks, then I start yeah. watching closely. So <laughs> I, I do like to know this information, but just for different reasoning. By the way, everyone, if you're listening, the stock splits, Apple splits, and Tesla splits August 31st. Tesla splits 5 to 1, Apple splits 4 to 1. Uh, be out on our start looking to see if it's a affordable price, and maybe you guys could jump in at a low price. A little stock input right there. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
I hope I hope there's not any white lines in front of your desk right now. I... Uh, <laughs> well, you know, you never know. You got to stay away from this podcast somehow. Shoot. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Now uh, give us some news on the NBA. I started watching a little bit of the NBA. A little bit. Like I, sports to me, I haven't watched a lot of. It's the playoffs now. There, there's a hell of a matchup going on between the Clippers and the Mavericks, though. Like, it's actually yeah. a really good contention. And there's a lot of good trash talk going around, too. <laughs> I wouldn't call I wouldn't call it good trash talk, but what, what did you hear? Well, I'll stand. So what happened, uh, there's a, a Clippers player, Montrezl. Montrezl. Harrell. Thank Montrose you. Montrezl. Harrell. Yep. He called the, they're playing the, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, uh-huh. their superstar right now, Luca, Luca Don, I'm going to butcher his name. So Luca Donkits, Donkits, Donkishay, Luca, Luca Donkits. Yeah. So <laughs> during a game, he called Luca bitch ass white boy. Yeah. And it didn't really have a lot of too much press behind it. There, there were certain people that called it. Because uh, to me, to me, that's crazy, though. So I'm not sure exactly because I didn't see the game. I just saw the clips, and I know Luca hit the game-winning shot. It was like a battle back and forth, and Luca hit the game-winning shot in overtime. Yep. And Great game. Yeah, it's been I, I tight, watched that game, yeah. yeah. It's been a tight series. And at some point during the game, Montrez Harrell called him a bitch-ass white boy. And there has been some um, press – like bringing it up in criticism, but dude, I, I just look at it as what if it was the other way around and Luca said that to Montrez, Oh man, the, the whole U S would be at an uproar. We would probably have more riots, but because um, a black guy said it to a white guy, it's not really being emphasized too much. And that's crazy. Like I just find it crazy how, Every everybody wants to be treated equal. Everyone wants to be, you know, they want to get rid of this um, racism, but then you you're still on a high platform where you you gotta where you're saying that stuff to like a white person, and it's like racism isn't just a one color thing, you know. It, it goes it it goes all colors, all ethnicities, all whatever, and you can't be saying that stuff. And it's crazy how it's not really picked up or emphasized by the press because a black person said it to a white person. And that's just crazy. I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't think anything of it initially when I first heard about the story, I didn't even think it was racist to be honest. I thought I, I actually, when I did, I laughed <laughs> and I don't know what type of person that makes me, it makes me an asshole or whatever, but I, I think it's just, I think he did the moment that that's what it was. Uh, no, I trash, completely trash agree. Talking. This is this yeah. yeah, yeah. It's trash talking. How could it not be racism when you bring a race? The color white was brought into it. You know what I mean? Yep. Like he didn't say, I guess he didn't say cracker ass. I was gonna say or, like it was something it was something know, more like, derog- derogatory, like towards like like a derogatory term for like cracker exactly, or yeah. you know, wet back or don't, something like that. But yeah. I don't know what foreigners or white people are being called these days but yeah but you're still emphasizing the color of his skin 
the heat of the moment, why can't you just call him a bitch? <laughs> like, why does he have to be a bitch ass white boy? Like, <laughs> you know Very what I mean? True. Well, why do we have to yeah, just keep it a simple bitch? That's all you got to do. You know, you don't you like don't, have to even, compli- don't complicate the bitch. That's basically what it is. Moral of the story. <laughs> even if you think about it too, even a few episodes ago with um the the white couple with the gun and and the black mom and daughter. It yeah. was the black. It was the black mom that called the white couple like for their skin color. She called them out for being white, and it wasn't the other way around. Like it's so. If we want things to change, everyone has to be mindful, not just white people. And for that's sure, kind of I just, agree. That's kind of why I was bothered by it. Like I'm sure he wasn't. Luca wasn't offended or anything. It's part of the game, or part of at least the heat of the battle, but. If we want real change, everyone has to start being mindful, not just white people. Yep, 100%. And at me saying that, it's like saying that I didn't think it was bad. But yeah, I, I agree that it should not have been said in the first place. Like I said, just, yeah. keep, it a, just keep it a simple bitch. So you got to do, you know, have anything else to it. Well, like, and <laughs> Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley, he didn't say anything crazy for Charles Barkley standards, but he spoke up and he, he was like, quoted saying you don't get to have a double standard which i totally agree with and that's why i like charles barkley because you never know what he's gonna say Good but he's shot. not afraid to yeah he's not afraid to speak up so if charles barkley says you don't get to have a double standard then no one gets to have a double standard i guess you gotta listen to sir charles but in in Montrez harrell he immediately i believe apologized before the next game he did apologize to luca he did, and this it is on record that Lucas said he didn't get offended or anything by it, and he just kind of shrugged it off and laughed. So yeah. maybe that's why they didn't make a huge deal out of it. But just because it's not necessarily a huge deal doesn't mean it shouldn't be talked about. Because these are the little things, like we kind of say, if you give an inch, people will take a mile. And if you really want racism to stop and all this negative talk towards one another, it has to even the little things have to stop. Yep. Everybody love everybody. By the way, that bitch-ass white boy, Luca is probably going to be the best player in the NBA in the next couple of years. Like, probably that dude so. is legit, like, good. Like, I don't know if you've seen him play, but that dude is pretty amazing. I wish the Bulls would have drafted him. I watched that game. I think it was game, either game two or game three of like the Clippers thing. And yeah, I didn't know. Like, literally, I thought, who's this bitch ass white boy playing for the Mavericks? So he's like scoring all over the place and like he's like, you know, making shots and dunking or not dunking, but like, like all, all kinds of moves. I'm like, wow, like this guy is tearing apart the Lakers. What do you mean? You think white people can't dunk or what? <laughs> I don't remember if he dunked. Like, he could, I don't know if he did or not, though. But I remember I was watching it. I was like, wow, he was doing I'm, all kinds of crazy moves. He, he could dunk. Hey, um, how about your Lakers? How are they doing in four? <laughs> Didn't say which four. <laughs> it's funny. They lost. They lost the first game. When they lost that first game, I'm like, no, you ruined the meme. I can't no longer make the yeah. Lakers, Fakers, Clippers, Hackers want to be Bakers. But since then, like they they did win three games in a row against the Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. Which I have, I have a soft spot for the Trailblazers. I gotta say, and it's why is uh, that? It's my boy uh, Carmelo Anthony. It's uh, it's this this year is redemption Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> it's what it is, right? And like he, it's literally like you know play to stay alive type of thing, and like play for your uh-huh. job. And he's been 
like awesome in like the late because uh, the Trailblazers weren't even in the playoff con- contention. But uh, Carmelo Anthony's like really good performance in the last like six or seven games earned him that eighth spot, and he's been playing really good. He's been playing like really good basketball that he hasn't for the last two or three years. It's going to be sad when LeBron throws that dagger at him. <laughs> he could join the he could join some of the Chris Paul crew and go to uh, the banana boat. Dude, exactly. Yeah, Lakers or Clippers? Who do you got? I keep on saying Lakers and four, even though I know they're not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I just want to keep think... the meme alive, man. Lakers and four. All right, Clippers and four. Like if I, who I think is going to win? Yeah, I think it's going to be the Clippers for sure. It'll be close. That'll be the series, and I guess the Bucks are competitive. But I, I truly think it's Lakers or Clippers, and we'll see. But it looks like they're both on route to uh, facing each other, so that'll be exciting to see. Who's even on the East side? I don't even know. Like, who's getting? It's the that's... Bucks. That's all you need to know is the Bucks. That's the it. Bucks. The Bucks. The Bucks. Yep. <laughs> Bucks, trucks, pickup, ducks. I don't know. Lakers are four. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you butchered that so bad. <laughs> uh, doesn't doesn't matter. Lakers and four. Oh, let's end it on you butchering it. That's how we should end it. Lux, uh, ducks, trucks, panucks, panucks, canucks. I give I give zero fucks. Lakers and four. Lakers and four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right, so. Everyone have a good week. Um, Stay safe until we catch you next time. Talk to you later, everybody. Take care.